Hi everyone, my name is Alex Brown and welcome to my podcast, Everything is Anything, where we talk about everything and anything. How are y'all doing today? I hope that you guys are doing good. I am doing good as well. Have a busy day today, but I wanted to go ahead and get this episode started, recorded, whatever you want to call it. Um, I really hope you guys can't hear like this whistling in the back. It's because my air vent is closed because my roommates love to keep it like it's Antarctica in here and I'm this close to turning off the air, but I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm just going to find ways to bundle up because I get cold really easily. Some people wonder if I'm anemic. I don't know. Maybe I should get that checked out. But like I get cold like super, super easily. And I also bought a heater because it gets so cold in the bathroom sometimes that it's like I can't. Like I hate coming out the shower cold and wet. Like that's not a good combination. So yeah, my vent is closed and it's making like a loud whistle noise. So we're just going to work with it. I'm going to try to edit out the whistling as much as I can. So we're just going to hop in today's episode. So today I wanted to do another Reddit reaction, Reddit relationship advice. What do I want to call it? A Reddit race relationship, Reddit relationship advice questions. I want to react to those. And um, yeah, I thought it'd be really fun. Kind of, I don't know necessarily like lighthearted because there are some ones that are a little like deep in these are people's lives. So I don't know about lighthearted, but it's really interesting to kind of see what's going on in other people's lives. And maybe you can connect to what's going on in other people's lives. And if you can't, I think it would be really, really amazing for you guys to, while I'm reading this, kind of offer your own opinions and advice and what you would do in these situations. So we could play like a little game together. You know, you could kind of form your own thoughts and be like, what would I do in this situation? And I'll say mine. The only difference is I won't hear yours, unfortunately. But I would love to. So if you have some feedback on anything, like, please let me know. So hopping into the first one, it says, just found out my husband has a Tinder account. Wow. We're we're starting off strong. Okay, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm hearing too many times, like too recently, about how people in relationships are discovering that their significant other is having a Tinder account. And it's just like, Of course, we know my policy on cheating. I despise it. But like, dang, like y'all aren't even trying to be sneaky at this point. Like you just want to get caught for one and two. I don't, I I just don't get it. You have a whole partner. What do you need a Tinder account for? To talk to other people? Yeah, obviously. But like, God, just be loyal or don't be in a relationship at all. Okay, anyways, just found out my husband has a Tinder account. The person starts off with, hey everyone, my husband is traveling and I recently got access to his email and found out his paid subscription on Tinder. Dang, paid? Not even like the free version? Like this man must be very committed to finding someone else on Tinder. Anyways, so she found his paid subscription on Tinder where he uploaded photos of himself and are actively using the app. We've been married for five months and I really don't know what to say. My heart is in pieces and I seriously am thinking about filing for divorce. I don't know what to do. Please help me. Obviously, I'm not married, but cheating whether you're married or in a relationship is just, I don't know, it's unacceptable to me. To me, you know, other people have their own policies on cheating um it's really unfortunate that it's like five months in like oh my gosh like it just kind of makes you wonder like was he doing this before just to only do it five months in is so recently like I don't know the timeline doesn't matter it's just my heart really does ache for her because 
I don't know, just knowing what your partner is doing behind your back this whole time and you were like oblivious to it is just, I don't know. But um, for me, if I was, because I can only speak for me. I can literally only speak for me. I know if it were me, I would be finding an attorney, a divorce attorney, quick, fast, in a hurry as soon as I found that because it's just unacceptable to me because she found it herself. He wasn't going to come clean about it. You never know what someone's really doing behind your back. It's just the trust just would never be there for me. It just would never be there. It would be like you living at a prison. If I decide to ever take someone back who cheated on me, which always don't say what you won't do, but I swear like that's as a swear I draw the line. Um, it would be like living in a prison, honestly, because your location would have to be on at all times. I have to, I would have to have the passwords to your phone. I'd be asking, who are you with? What are you doing? 25-8, have a tracker on you. And at that point, it's not even worth it. So it wouldn't be healthy for my sake and the other person's sake, of course. So if it were me, I would file for divorce. But I can see where this woman or man is apprehensive about filing for divorce, considering you just got married. People don't get married to soon get divorced, you know? Like, I feel like there's a lot of, there's like this concept that they failed already. And that's really unfortunate because what someone else's disrespect does has no reflection of you. So don't ever feel like guilty or feel like you've failed a relationship because you got out of it because that person broke your trust. But I understand not wanting to do it so soon because they literally just got married. Like they've only been married for five months. But this is someone who obviously doesn't respect your guys' marriage or your relationship, which is very unfortunate. I mean, dang, a paid subscription to Tinder, throw him in a dump and then he can use all of the money on that subscription or he may be broke after the divorce. Who knows? But girl, guy a paid subscription like are you kidding me how desperate can you be if it were me those divorce papers would be served the very next day if that's possible like i said i'm not married so i wouldn't know or i haven't gotten a divorce so i wouldn't know so yeah <laughs> okay so we're gonna do a friendship one because i think that those are just as important especially since it's so hard to make friends nowadays and keep them okay so it says um I'm in my early 20s and completely friendless, like no joke. I'm a 22-year-old female and I can seriously say if someone had a gun to my head and said, call a friend, I would simply just stand there. I'm not sure what it is, but I always had trouble keeping friends. I would make a friend, we would go out, have fun, then I wouldn't hear anything from them. And I tried making plans first, but stopped because it never feels mutual. And I truly believe I'm not doing much wrong as I plan everything, pick them up, drive, go half, or even pay for it all. Aww. As I'm getting older, the loneliness is really hitting and I don't know what to do. I work from home five days a week, so I don't get to run into new people. How are adults making friends? Advice. So it's so hard making long-term friends, especially in your 20s, because I feel like that's like when you're really trying to get to know yourself and who you do and who you want around you and what type of person you want to be. And so once you are starting to figure that out, your standards become a little higher with the company that you keep. And so not everyone can be in your company. Not everyone can be in your circle because, you know, if you're a type of person who likes consistency, you're not going to keep a person around who lacks consistency. You know what I mean? It's really sad because I feel like we've all kind of been there, like feeling lonely and feeling like you really don't have anyone to talk to. But her main question was, how are adults making friends? And of course, you know, there's the whole social media aspect. But one of the best pieces of advice that I can give to people is 
go to social settings and of course this is this would be more fitting pre-pandemic but go to social settings like you know like maybe going out to eat a bar arcade anything fun you know what i mean and even like post-pandemic you could or no not post-pandemic i wish we were out of this but during the pandemic you know you can go to more outdoorsy activities where you can safely social distance um you could go to like a library a coffee shop just anything that brings you of interest and you could see someone reading a book at a library and be like oh I've always wanted to read that book or I've read that book and it's such a good book you know just bonding over similar things and finding things that you have in common with other people because nine times out of ten whenever you're like at a specific place like a library or a coffee shop they're enjoying the scenery and the environment and that's something that you guys could already share being in similar um social settings and stuff like that and kind of just putting yourself out there making friends is hard especially if you're looking for long-term friendships but I feel like if you go out of your way to not even necessarily like be on the hunt for making a friend but just do you like do the things that you enjoy like I said whether that's going to a coffee shop or trying new food places just do what you enjoy and the people that are supposed to be in your life which I'm a firm believer in this you attract already and just getting out there and making yourself vulnerable enough to meeting new people is a perfect way to make friends. A lot of my good friends I met in college, but we were kind of like in the similar social settings, like whether I was meeting them in like um, a group that I was in or meeting them on the same floor that I lived on or like the library or like being in the food court, just putting yourself out there. And it just, it, it just, it just comes. That's the best type of advice I can get. Of course, I wanted to like step out of the typical, of course, you can meet anyone on social media or through the phone, but I wanted to do like more so in person because I feel like a lot of the times when it comes to social media, we kind of are social meters and socializing just period has just come down because we're so in our phones. So sometimes we forget that there are real people out there so just do what you like to enjoy and then those people will come okay so this girl says i need your opinions i've been talking to a guy for almost two years oh oh my gosh how do you guys how do the okay i'm really not trying to judge but like how do people only talk to people for years like have you guys ever watched catfish and they've been like oh me and this girl or guy have been getting to know each other for about like seven years seven years like you could have met your husband or wife in that time frame like how do you guys hold it for so long there just there kind of comes a point where it's like okay what are we doing what are we doing okay two years i don't know people build families in two years how long do you need to get to know a person like what i don't know Okay, continuing. He said he loves me but doesn't want a relationship, red flag. He told me that he talks to other girls when I asked but tried to downplay it like it's only phone calls, red flag. I know that isn't the case, red flag. I'm not trying to force a relationship and it's hard to open up to someone that does not know if we even have a future, major red flag. When expressing my feelings, he either gets mad or what I'm saying is stupid. Oh my gosh, red flag. He told me he's happy. Should I call it quits? Yes. 1000% yes. Um, I mean, just to start it off, like already like talking for two years, he literally, he, I mean, he just told you he doesn't want a relationship. You know what I mean? But if you're comfortable only talking to someone for two years and talking to someone who lacks commitment because he's obviously talking to other girls, whether it's platonic or romantic, it doesn't matter. 
there needs to be some type of boundaries. If you're okay with him talking to other girls, if you're okay with not having a title and for there being no boundaries, then don't call it quits. If you're happy in it, then yeah, by all means, keep on doing it. But if you're asking for like the logical standpoint of it, you should definitely call it quits, especially if you want a relationship. You've been waiting around for two years. You guys should have been able to know each other within those two years he says he doesn't want a relationship he's talking to other girls there are no boundaries and one of the biggest things which i mean it pisses me off when people get mad whenever you're expressing your feelings or they call it stupid again invalidating feelings like for someone to stick in my life for me to be able to have like close relationships with people you have to be a safe space for me i should be able to come to you and express my feelings without worrying that i'm gonna have to tiptoe around your feelings or walk on glass or that you're gonna get mad at me and vice versa i hate that so much he's a walking red flag i would say definitely call it quits because he doesn't sound serious about you or the relationship and it's honestly just a waste of time when you could be meeting someone who's going to be like so sure about you so yeah definitely call it quits girl you already knew what it was that's why you asked you already knew what it was you just didn't want to do it and that's understandable at the same time especially whenever you're comfortable you've been around that person for years that's all you know but just kind of comes to a point where enough is enough and they've already shown you your, their true colors. They've already shown you what they're capable of and what they're not capable of giving you. And you just have to want better for yourself. Okay, another one. My girlfriend got drunk and made out with another guy at a bar. How lovely. Okay, hey guys. So last Saturday, my girlfriend of two years went out with her friend. When she came home, she was very drunk and mentioned someone I went to high school with. We argued over random things and she mentioned that I didn't know her worth and she had text messages to prove it. Next morning, this discussion was dropped and we went on with our week. On Wednesday, she told me that night she danced with the guy she mentioned that night. We argued for a bit and I told her I needed to sleep on it. The next day, I got a call from a friend who said she and that guy were making out in the bar that night. I called her about it and she confirmed. What should I do? I love her very much, but I understand that this is unacceptable behavior. Um, I can definitely tell you I've been drunk plenty of times in my life and never ever thought of cheating on my significant other. I think that... So there's more to this story. It's not just the whole, oh, I got drunk and, you know, I cheated on you and it was a mistake. First off, you're very, I don't, I mean, I can only speak from experience, but anytime that I've been drunk, I've still been cognitive of what I'm doing. I've still been very aware, like, I shouldn't say this, keep your mouth closed, sit down for a second, chill out. You know, that could just be me though, because like, I don't like to be incoherent. Like, I can't do that. I cannot black out i've only did that once and um yeah never again so on that note that's one thing but another thing is and that's why the context of a story is really important because she said that she feels like her boyfriend doesn't know her worth a lot of the times and we know when women cheat there is some type of motive behind it whether their partner isn't doing something that they've been asking them to do they aren't getting enough attention they're being ignored yada 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 they're just not feeling appreciated oftentimes they seek that from another person so are we putting two and two together here are we on the same page obviously she feels like her boyfriend isn't appreciating her and showing her her worth then she's going to seek that from someone else she knew it was wrong, which is why she didn't tell him. A friend had to tell him. 
And I mean, she simply confirmed it. And it's not even just you can't excuse drunk behavior like period to me. You can't excuse it because why even put yourself in the position to be unfaithful? But I think he kind of needs to realize that it wasn't just the fact that she was drunk. It's obviously the fact that there's a deeper issue going on in a relationship and she doesn't feel seen or probably appreciated. And those probably went two and two together. She was probably... That was probably some liquor courage. She's probably been wanting to cheat for a minute or look for another dude. And she saw the high school best friend and was kind of like, okay, uh, here we go. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, I don't know. What should you do? I mean, obviously, I'm not a person for cheating. So I would say leave, obviously. But he loves her very much. And cheating is cheating. That is very true. But a lot of the times, I'm not saying anyone is making someone cheat. I'm not saying anyone is making someone cheat. But there are times when, like, your partner isn't doing your their job. And cheating obviously isn't the answer. But I feel like if she's told him in the past that I don't feel appreciated by you, I don't feel like you're seeing my worth, and he just kind of ignored it, then it's not necessarily like he should have seen this coming. It was just kind of like a, mm, yeah, you wouldn't want your partner to expect to cheat on you. But like at this point, kind of what did you really expect? Like if someone's telling you something, I need this from you, I need this from you as my partner, and you're not giving it to them, you're not trying to keep them satisfied, then you're obviously relating to that partner that you kind of don't care, you know? So not saying what she did is excusable. And, you know, I'm just making assumptions, but like I think it's pretty clear that there's a deeper problem for what she was saying from him not seeing her worth. I'm not sure she's told him that, but if I'm assuming that she has and he hasn't done anything to make it better, then it's kind of like, um, well, I guess she's seeking it from someone else and not to justify her cheating at all because that's wrong and not to blame him because that's wrong, but it's just kind of like a, you got to work on the issues. You really do have to work on the issues. And whenever your partner's telling you something, I'm learning this, you really, really have to listen you have to listen because things like this happen and trust is lost and the flame is lost. Like you really have to listen. That partner isn't just spewing nonsense. Most of the time, I don't think they're not just spewing nonsense, but I don't know. You just really have to listen. But yeah, what I would do is obviously I would leave because it just kind of seemed like damaged from the beginning. There's deeper problems there that haven't been solved and then that resulted in cheating. Like that just sounds really catastrophic for me. And sometimes love isn't just enough to fix a issue like that. Yeah. Dang, these are really kind of sad. I want a happy ending. <laughs> I want a happy ending. Okay, so this is a lengthy one. So this takes place of a guy who's 23 years old and his girlfriend is 23 years old as well. My girlfriend dumped me and wants to get back together but is very mad I slept with someone on the breakup. My girlfriend broke up with me two months ago. She said we had things to work on. On our own and hated how much we argued. Arguing didn't bother me personally, but guess it was a big deal to her. She said she still had strong feelings for me, but felt she needed to end it for us to grow separately. Two weeks later, we talked, and by now I'd pull my whole personality apart and fixed a ton of personal issues I had. In two weeks? Okay. Ready to get back together and resume relationship. I asked her outright if she wanted to be exclusive, which I genuinely wanted at the time. And she said no, but she's not talking to other guys. Two weeks further, I slept with another girl. Didn't care about her at all, but still thinking about my ex. Meanwhile, ex has been texting me almost every day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't. 
I can't, I can't, I can't. Because it's just funny to me. He's like two weeks later. He really like worked himself, pulled his whole personality apart and fixed his issues. And then two weeks later after that, he's going to sleep with someone else. Are you sure you fixed yourself? I don't know. I don't know. Today, one month later, two months from breakup, she found out I slept with someone. She asked, I told her the truth. She's very pissed and said she's had feelings for me all along and said I should have known from her texting me so much. No, girl. Oh my gosh, girl. See, now that's where you mess up. That's where you mess up. We all know. Sorry, fellas. We all know, though, that men just really aren't that analytical sometimes. That now there are some diamond in the roughs that are analytical, but if we're going to put generalizations on people, which I'm not too big of a fan of, but sometimes they're just needed. Men are not that analytical, which is why he flat out asked her if you want to be exclusive. You should have said yes. But anyways, <laughs> he continues saying, I still love her and apparently she loves me, but my sleeping with someone threw a wrench in things. I love my ex and I want her back and now I'm kicking myself for sleeping around. Did I mess things up? Do you think this is beyond repair? My logic, I did not agree to or want the breakup. It was her decision. I didn't know she still had strong feelings. Am I an idiot? Do you think she lost my trust? Hmm. This is a tricky situation. Because, like, for me, I've been there when you're with someone and you have to work on some things with someone. But I know in that situation, I've always wanted to make it clear if we're still being exclusive. That way I know that, okay, I'm solely focusing on on not only this relationship, but just me. There's not going to be any other person, any other distraction in the picture because I'm working to fix this to get back together and be stronger and better than before. That's why it's really, 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 really important. It's so important to think about it whenever those important questions come up. Like, do you still want to be exclusive? Because it's like, I mean, she said she didn't want to be. So whose who's fault is that, you know? And he, he even said that he had the desire to be exclusive. And so, like, I don't know. She really can't even, she really can't even be mad at him. You know what I mean? Because it's, he asked. And she said, no, like I said, you really can't even be mad at it because he asked and said he was willing to. And you said no. And then I don't think he messed things up. I don't think he messed things up because he asked. And like I said, she said no. And if she knew that she was still going to be fresh, still texting him every single day, still having strong feelings for him, you know yourself better than anyone else. She knew good and well she was not going to be okay with him sleeping with someone else. Um, Now, if it were me. Even though, now I'm putting myself in the girl's position, even though it were me and I know I would have very well made the mistake of saying, no, we shouldn't be exclusive, I ain't gonna lie, I would have looked at him a little differently. I ain't gonna lie. I know men, okay, so I know men, I know men sometimes to suppress their feelings, they sleep with other people. We all know this. But like, I don't know. I know I wouldn't want nobody like that. Like, I understand like that's a man thing okay like I'm not a man so I understand like this is a man thing like sometimes people just do that just to kind of like cope with the situations that's very unhealthy but I know me like if my man claimed to be in love with me and I was in love with them was able with to just sleep with another person whether that girl meant something to you or not I ain't gonna lie I look at you like a little different I ain't gonna lie because I just be kind of disgusted like I don't know like that's kind of fresh that's fresh off the market he asks do you think she lost my trust I mean who knows only she can answer that but I know me I don't want I wouldn't say that I necessarily wouldn't trust him 
I would just kind of be like disgusted. And I don't know if I could look past it. But hey, I'm just being honest. Hey, like I'm sure there's some like more analytical stuff to it, but I'm just being honest. I wouldn't be able to look past it. But at the same time, she said she didn't want to be exclusive. So like, are you going to expect someone to wallow around for you and wait around and sulk even when they gave you the option to do that and you said no? I guess not. So it's a really tricky situation. Um, He didn't mess things up. He didn't mess things up. Would I feel some type of way if I was the girl in the situation I found out that my ex had like slept with someone as soon like pretty close to when we broke up, yeah, I would feel some type of way. But at the same time, I still kind of be like, well, it could have been exclusive, but I don't know. I don't know. This is really tricky. I think altogether, I just want to even like try to get back together. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I just think like altogether, I, wouldn't, I just wouldn't even try to get back together because I think that would just, just too much just happen, honestly, too much really just happened. So just kind of, I think I would probably have to let it go because dang someone else already had you that quick i don't know that's just a turn off for me for me it's just a turn off for me like i said this is a tricky situation so whatever they decide they decide but i know i just kind of would have been like eh, someone else already had you mm, kind of over you or i'll learn to get over you okay so we're gonna get real here someone asked the question I'm genuinely curious, is it possible today in age to have a successful relationship without having to have sex? I feel like dating nowadays focuses so much on what physical things slash gratification someone else can give you rather than on building a relationship centered on trust, communication, interest, and just being there to support each other. Or maybe I'm getting confused and that's a friendship. But truly, can you have a romantic interest in someone and pursue a healthy relationship without sex? Yeah, I think you can. I mean, if there's some men listening to this, they're probably like, no, you can't, you can't. But I definitely think you can. Like 1000%. And I just don't even want to think about the whole, oh, he's going to receive it from someone else. And da, 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 da. I just I, like, I don't, I don't even think that you can. Because I feel like if someone is like, really like, they're loving you for you, like, the sex is probably just like a cherry on the top for me. You know, I'm only speaking from one perspective. I'm sure men are thinking differently right now. I don't know. I just, I firmly believe that you can, especially if you guys like maybe share the same religion. Like I know a lot of people are still waiting for marriage and I know that there's many men that are capable out there of doing that. And I choose to believe that. I don't care how naive that sounds. I don't choose to believe that. I've met several men who have said and their actions have aligned with it that like the sex isn't even needed. Like they just love the person. They just want to be with the person. You know what I mean? And like I said, I'm sure there's probably still people out there that's like, oh, he's getting that from someone else and he's going to break up and da 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 But I just, I really do believe that there are some people out there who aren't fiends and, <laughs> and feel like, you know, sex is essential in a relationship. There are some people out there like that and there aren't some people out there like that. I do think it's possible to have a successful relationship. People have waited until marriage and have been successful with it and no cheating involved. I know it's hard to believe, but there hasn't been no cheating. I definitely think if a person like loves you for you and loves your heart and your personality, you guys build a strong enough mental connection that it's definitely possible to just be satisfied with that, to just be in that person's presence and just for their energy to be around you. I think that that's very possible. The intimacy, the mental intimacy and just, you know, it doesn't even have to always be physical intimacy. There's a such thing as 
being intimate with someone through words and other actions. I'm looking at some of the comments just to get like a perspective. And someone had used this analogy saying that um, you don't build a house to have a bathroom, but you also don't have a house without a bathroom. You don't need to be in the bathroom all the time, yet it needs to be there and you go there when you need it. Basically saying that, you know, sex shouldn't be the sole connection to a relationship, but it's still essential. Just like a bathroom is still essential in a house. You don't build the bathroom first or build a house around a bathroom, but it is still needed. So just replace sex with the bathroom. I hope that makes sense. It made sense to me. (laughs) But like that is a good analogy. And for some people, that's probably what more people would lean towards. Like it's not essential. It doesn't need to be the main focus of a relationship, but it is essential to the relationship for them. But I do also think that there's people out there that just probably like for religious purposes, like people can make it. You can you can do it if you really want that person and believe that they're worth it. Like you can do it. I firmly believe there are people out there like that. And I also think that that it depends on the people as well. You know, there are asexual people out there or some people who are unable to have sex or some people who are just genuinely uninterested in it and they just want the person. I think it's possible. And I think you can have a long term relationship with it. I do think it's possible. And then, of course, you know, there also could be, like, medical issues, too. Like, this woman down in Thread said that her cancer had, or her husband had cancer for 10 years, and it had a a side effect to it, obviously, where they couldn't be physically intimate. And, of course, she stuck around. That's her man. She goes stick around for him. And she loved him deeply, and that didn't change anything with the relationship. Someone said our expectations are normal part of friendships. And I'm talking reasonable, normal expectations, nothing extreme or codependent, things like answering calls, being supportive. Of course. Like, I think that, oh my gosh. Okay, little story time. I talked about this in my last episode. I like at least like some sort of communication. Like, it doesn't necessarily like have to be every day, but I like at least like a little bit of communication every now and then. So I had this friend or ex-friend who communicated that she likes consistent communication she said that at the beginning of our friendship and I was like okay if you like if you're the type of person that likes to text every day we can do that like that's no big deal and we also don't have to talk every single day but there needs to be like some sort of communication if I'm gonna get to know you and like at least once a week like geez and so for a minute, we were texting like every single day. Everything was good. And then after that, like weeks at a time would pass and I wouldn't hear anything from her. And so I was kind of like, hey, like, are you good? Like, what's going on? And you said you like consistent communication. We started off like that. We established that boundary. And now like I'm not hearing from you like weeks at a time. Like, what's going on? And basically, like long story short, she basically said that I misheard her, that I read her wrong. <laughs> and that um she's not the type of person that likes consistent communication and she felt like I was putting romantic relationship expectations on our friendship so basically she was saying that she felt like I was putting on her what I would expect out of a boyfriend first off I already had a boyfriend like during that time, like I already had a boyfriend Two, you're not my type. No, I'm kidding. But um, it was just kind of like, a, well, you said at the beginning that you like consistent communication. And so I told you on my behalf that I provide that for you. And so it's just kind of like now you're going back on your word. And so that was like an expectation that I had in a friendship. You know what I'm saying? 
so bottom line is I think that it's very important for those expectations to be communicated. Like if you're expecting to talk consistently or not talk consistently, that needs to be communicated. But it's very normal for you to have expectations in a relationship because it's a form of relationship. Whenever you're, you know, forming relationships, I would think that the goal is to have long-term relationships with those people, whether that's romantic or platonic. And I think that if those people are going to be in your life, they need to respect those boundaries and at least perform some of the expectations. You know, you like form expectations out of people because you're keeping them in your life for a reason. You ain't just going to want like someone in your life who's just kind of like just there that's not doing anything for you and vice versa. So, yeah, it's normal for you to want to have a supportive friend. It's normal for you to want to have someone who is going to be there for you to be your support system, to just be a friend, a listening ear, like that's normal. You know what type of people you want around you and you expect some of those people to meet those expectations and to respect those boundaries. And the key is to try to find people whose expectations are similar to yours. And although you're going to be disappointed, it'll be worth it. You'll have good people around you, good energy around you. I think a lot of times like people kind of miss that. A lot of people think that you should just have expectations in romantic French or romantic relationships. And it's like, no, it goes for friendships too. Especially if those people are, you're planning for those people to be in your life long term. Like they have to serve some type of purpose and hold up their weight too. And so I think I'm going to end it right there. You guys like my English accent? I think sometimes I can do it like really good and sometimes I'm a little off. Today's a little off day, so whatever. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it was at least a little entertaining and maybe that I could provide a little something something. If I didn't, if it was just a little entertainment, then whatever. I'm happy. I wanted to do like a little just, like I said, this episode was not lighthearted because these are people's lives and there are some crappy people out there. But I at least want to do something that was a little more different other than just talking about like a set topic. Just kind of be nosy and see what's going on in other people's lives. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think so because I can't be a little nosy. I'm sure you can be a little nosy too. Don't act like it. Whatever. But <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let me know if you guys have any opinions. Let me know what you guys think about this. Should I do these more often? What do you think? huh every other week I don't know I don't know I feel like this is a different approach and a lot of people are doing podcasts too and I just kind of do I want to do something a little more different something entertaining so let me know if you guys would be down for like maybe every other week because we can make that happen we can make that happen ASAP but yeah like I said like a lot of people are doing podcasts and like kudos and that's dope to you but I kind of want to do something different like step outside of the box analyze a little more things and just kind of bring more perspectives in so yeah let me know and also please feel free to share like what you guys would do in some of these situations as well I love hearing other people's opinions so if you guys listen this far thank you so much for your time and I hope you guys have a good day evening night whenever you guys are listening to this and thank you so much for listening have a beautiful rest of your week. Bye.